0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Parlay Paw, episode eight. Before we get this episode started, um, I just wanted to take a little bit of time at the beginning here to talk about Damar Hamlin and the situation that unfolded Monday night um, with the Bills against the Bengals. Um, I'm getting this episode out uh, a little bit later than I normally would. I wanted to kind of hold off and see what would happen with with damar situation um and thankfully this morning um it was announced that he's breathing on his own his breathing tube has been removed and he's able to talk to his family and to his caretakers and hopefully he'll be able to talk to his team here pretty soon um so that's i think that's kind of the news that people have been waiting to hear all week um I mean, watching that when when someone just collapses in the way that he did, you know it's you know it's bad, and you know that it's something that that needs to be taken seriously. And the medical professionals did a phenomenal job. Um, the Bills' athletic trainer, I believe it was, or assistant athletic trainer, was the one who initially administered CPR to Hamlin. So. I mean he's a hero and the the promptness of the medical staff there to to give him CPR and get the defibrillator and the treatment that he he needed in that moment I think speaks volumes to the preparedness and and their training and also serves as a reminder just anything can happen anything can happen in these games and you know we all we all love football and i think um i think it was Ryan Clark that said this but you know next time we're pissed off at one of our fantasy players and like that's really not important it's really not you know because injuries like these and Situations like these, thankfully, we haven't seen a ton of them, but that doesn't mean that they can't happen. Um, And I think just the reaction of the players, you know, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and, and, you know, especially of, of the Bills players and seeing their teammate in that situation is something that you never want to go through it all um, in any in any setting, and I'm really happy that you know right now damar seems to be doing tremendously better and and of course breathing on his own um, so that's fantastic news and and the NFL did announce yesterday that the game between the Bengals and the Bills will not be resumed at any point uh, which I I believe is the correct decision there are people talking about what that game meant for playoff implications and what it means for you know the the AFC and all this crap and that's what it is is a bunch of crap because none of that at the end of the day none of that matters um, y you, you can't you can't say that the health and safety of a human being who is playing a game that we all love you can't say that his health and safety needs to take a back seat to a playoff game. Like that's absurd. So I do I do think the NFL made the correct decision um to not play that game. I think From what I've been reading, there's going to be um, a vote as to how the seeding in the AFC or who gets the number one seed, whether that'll be played in a neutral site or what will happen with that. Um, That has not been announced yet. Um, The Bills game against the Patriots on Sunday, whether or not that game is played also has not been announced yet. Um, My... Inclination is that it will be played, Um, especially, you know, Damar, Damar woke up yesterday um, and, you know, he, his first question he wrote down who won the game and, you know, I, we were hearing from Josh Allen and Sean McDermott yesterday, um, how Damar's dad said that, you know, he wanted, he would have wanted this game to be played, this game against the Patriots this weekend. Um, So my inclination is that it will be played, but of course that situation is fluid and all of this is fluid. And, you know, I think we can all, we can all say that, you know, this will be a situation, at least for me, this will be a situation where I'll remember where I was. I'll, you know, I'll remember, the reactions, um, of this event, and you just have to be grateful for every, every second, because, you know, you never know what could happen, and, and as the doctors told Tamar, he won the game of life, and we can only hope that he continues to get better, so, um, Thoughts, prayers sent out to him and to his family and to the Bills organization, to his teammates. Um, That, I think, is way more important than anything I'm about to talk about with with this upcoming week. Because it it really all doesn't matter um, in the grand scheme of things. Um, So with that, we will started with week 18 All right NFL week 18 the last week of this season um, and there's a lot of moving parts like a lot of moving parts. Kyla has a bone that is making a lot of noise. All right, NFL Week 18. Last week of this season, uh, of the regular season, I should say, and we've got a lot of moving parts here. Um, a lot of games on the line. Um, you know, playoff seating and... Whether you're in or out can be decided for teams this week. It's I think it's kind of what you want in the NFL. It's it's what you want in the last week. You want a bunch of these games to mean something, um, and a lot of them do. So I'm gonna do things a little bit differently today. We're gonna start by um, we're gonna go AFC first, then NFC, looking at um, the seating and wild card where teams are, what games matter this weekend and what games don't matter. Um so let's just start with um the AFC. The Chiefs currently have the number 1 spot in the AFC, the Bills um in that second spot. And Kansas City, they can they can secure that one seed um with a win this weekend and a Bills loss. Um, Again, that, that whole situation is going to be fluid given the, given what has happened to Jamar Hanlon and and the game last weekend or on Monday being canceled. Um, That's going to be a situation that is in flux. So The Chiefs and the Bills are the top two in the AFC. We're kind of going to have to wait and see as the weekend progresses what's going to happen with that. Um, The Bengals have clinched the playoffs. Um, They're in that three seed. They're also in the mix. They can also potentially get that top AFC seed. Again, fluid. Um, Jags are fourth. Chargers um, have clinched the wild card, and the Ravens have clinched the playoffs. So, uh, the Patriots right now have the final wild card spot, but they're fighting the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Titans for that spot. So, in order for in order for the Patriots to keep that wild card spot. Um, in order for the Patriots to keep that wildcard spot um, they have to beat the Bills um, on the road that'll that'll secure their spot for the Steelers to get that final wildcard spot they need Buffalo to beat the Patriots they need the Jets to beat Miami and the Steelers need to win against the Browns it's always been my philosophy that if you're a team um I'm not just saying this because it's the Steelers, but if you're in any team that's in a situation like that where you gotta win your game and these other things have to happen too to get in for you to get into the playoffs, you probably just shouldn't be in the playoffs. Um, I I can't see those things happening. Um, I, I we'll get to the Buffalo New England game here in a second. Um, but the Jets have announced that they are starting Joe Flacco uh, this weekend. So I'm fairly positive that's going to be a full send for Miami. And uh, that, in essence, would nix the Steelers' chances of getting into the playoffs. Um, but that is kind of where they are at right now. Um Diving into the Bills and the Patriots game. Um, The Bills are favored by seven. The over-under is 42 and a half. Um, I, there is absolutely no way that the Bills lose this game. I just, I mean, A, they're, the most important thing is they're going to want to win for Demar. So I think as if they didn't have a fire under their feet already um you know in fighting for the playoffs, now they've got all the all the fire in the world. I think this um I think this is a very easy not not easy, but I I think this is this is a game that the bills are really going to come out and and really dominate. Um, I would say the bills very easily cover that seven point spread very easily um, and uh, the next game, sorry, I just spaced out there uh. <laughs> The next AFC game that we're going to look at, the Chiefs, of course, um, they play the Raiders this weekend. Um, if the Chiefs win, they do get that top spot in the AFC. So they're fighting for, they're fighting for that, and the Raiders are fighting for absolutely nothing. Um, they are already kicked out of the playoffs, and they're starting Jarrett Stidham. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, Chiefs are favored by 9. The over-under is 52 and a half. Um, I'm gonna take the under on this one, given that the Raiders are starting Jared Stidham. Um, which means I think they're gonna have to rely a lot more heavily um on Josh Jacobs. He leads the NFL in carries and rush yards. Um, and I don't think I don't think the Raiders are gonna be throwing the ball a whole lot. I don't know how. I don't know too much about Stidham, but, I mean, he hasn't played, really. So I don't think they're going to trust his arm very much. And if they do, it's going to be kind of a, okay, we're already out of the playoffs. Do whatever the heck you want. Um, because this game really means nothing for the Raiders. So um, I would say once this all shakes out, I think given – just given that matchup, the Chiefs and the Raiders, I think the Chiefs are going to get that win. So I, I do think we'll see the Chiefs taking the top spot in the AFC. Um, going to the NFC. We've got the Seahawks, Lions, and the Packers all fighting it out for that last um, spot, that last wild card spot. So – Talk about this in a sec. Actually, no, I'll just get into it now. So Seahawks, Lions, Packers, all battling for that last spot. The Lions and the Packers um, are facing each other this weekend. And that game has been flexed to Sunday night football. I th- I think that might have been a bad move by the NFL to flex that to Sunday night football because. The Lions, in order for them to get that playoff spot, they got to beat the Packers. And Seattle has to lose to the Rams. The Seahawks and the Rams play in the afternoon. So if Seattle wins that game, the Lions are done. They don't have a chance. So they'll know by the time they take the field on Sunday night, they'll know if they have that, that, uh, if they have a chance. So I think it might've been maybe from a player's psyche standpoint, it might've been more beneficial to have that Packers Lions game still in the afternoon. um, So that at least the players are like, okay, yeah, we're going regardless, you know, we're going in with a chance because they don't know what's happening in that Seattle game. But by the time they get to Sunday night, are going to know. So the way that game shakes out could be could be very different depending on what happens. In the Seattle game, um and I I mean the Rams have just been abysmal this year. So I really think and and especially because Seattle is fighting for something, you know, they still can get that that wild card spot and of course they have to win to even you know, to even be in position to do that, then they're they're gonna come out and I think they're gonna very easily beat the Rams, which would put the Lions in a kind of crappy situation. Um but yeah, I, I don't love, I don't love that Sunday night flex. So rewinding back to our NFC standings, the Eagles clinched the playoffs, um, but they have not yet clinched the NFC. Um, they can do that though with a win over the giants um, or a Cowboys loss to the commander. So the Eagles don't actually have to win, uh, but I, I, I very much think that they will. Um, the Eagles are... Let me check what the spread is on this game. The Eagles are 14-point favorites. Yeah, I knew it was, like, stupid high. Um, the Eagles are 14-point favorites, and the over-under is 42.5. Um, the Giants they're they have the sixth seed in the NFC right now and they can't get any better than that so they can't improve their their playoff standings meanwhile the Eagles if they lose they could drop all the way down to a fifth seed um and they are absolutely not going to let that happen so I think uh it, the 14 points is going to depend – that spread, that line might move depending on if Jalen Hurts plays this weekend. It hasn't been officially announced, but um, what I've been seeing, what I'm reading is that all the signs are trending in the right direction for Jalen Hurts to play. Um, and I think if he does, that 14, the the Eagles will cover that spread. Um The Giants do not throw the ball. (laughs) Um, They throw it 40% of the time this season, which is the fifth lowest in the NFL. So they rely a lot on Saquon Barkley and the rush game. They have the fourth most rush yards in the league. And basically all of that is Saquon Barkley. The Eagles... Of course, phenomenal offense. They have a mediocre rush defense, mediocre pass defense. They're kind of middle of the pack or bottom middle of the pack um, when it comes to standings in both of those. Um, but the Eagles are sack machines. Um, they have the most sacks in the NFL this year, and the Giants' O-line is not great at protecting Daniel Jones. Um or any quarterback for the Giants, for that matter. Um, Giants quarterbacks have been sacked 47 times this season, which is the fifth most in the league. So uh, all things kind of – all signs point to the Eagles winning this one. Um, And again, that's going to depend on Jalen Hurts because last week, of course, the Eagles had Gardner Minshew. And uh, they lost to the Saints, twenty to ten. And I don't think we've seen the Eagles score fewer than seventeen points all season. So I'm gonna go with the assumption that Jalen Hurts is going to play because I think it because it is such a big game for the Eagles, they can't put it on Gardner Minshew's back. So it's going to go to the Eagles. Um, and I'm going to take the under 42.5 points because, uh, like I said, the, you know, the rush for the Giants is really all they have at this point. And the rush for the Giants is really all they have at this point. And it's all Saquon Barkley. And so I think it makes it a lot easier for Eagles or any team to, once they have that guy and there's only one guy that can really run the ball, um, easier to pinpoint down because the Giants don't have anything to play for in terms of they can't improve their seating. Um, I don't think there's going to be a ton of motivation. I think they're going to be playing pretty conservatively to protect players um, from potential injuries, things like that. So I would take the under in that game. Um it's going to be a fun week 18. I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see how everything kind of shakes out and to see what our um, playoffs what our playoffs look like. Um, and we're gonna go we're gonna go to Kyla's pick now, and Kyla is going to have. Two picks potentially. This will be interesting. <laughs> this will be interesting. All right, left is Seahawks, right is Rams. Stay. Obviously, if she picks Rams, Kyla, sit. She's got another game to pick. All right, left Seahawks, right Rams. Go. She went to the left. She's going with the Seahawks, which means that the Lions playoff hopes are over. I'm sorry, Detroit. All right, that'll do it for episode eight of Parlay Paw with Liv and Kai. We will see you next week. (laughs) we <laughs>